Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That cold case you're listening to? Nasty stuff. But you know what else is a crime? Missing even a moment of whatever you're doing to go on a drink run. Luckily, there's Drizzly, the number one app for alcohol delivery. With Drizzly, you can compare prices on the biggest selection of beer, wine, and spirits, then get them delivered in under 60 minutes. So download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com today. Listening to the Career Musician Podcast with creator and host Nomad. With 20 plus years of experience in the music industry, Nomad has done just about everything to earn a living as a career musician. From being music director to celebrity artists, playing iconic arenas and stadiums, composing for film and TV, and even playing your average local club gigs, he's done it all. Nomad's mission is to empower musicians across the globe with strategies for a sustainable career while blasting stereotypes and to bring you tried and true wisdom from his colleagues in this crazy business we call music. My next guest for the Career Musician Podcast has moved all the way from the great USSR. That's right, Russia. At the age of 10, he came over to America with his family and they settled in Boston, Massachusetts. Then he made his way to New York where he really cut his teeth in the music scene, learning how to do the old New York hustle and then moving out west to continue with the L.A. shuffle. (laughs) And now... Dmitry Gorodetsky is the bass player for none other than Charlie Puth. In addition, we're talking 50 Cent, TLC, Rita Orta, Wyclef Jean, Fantasia, Eric Benet, Kenny Lattimore, Lauren Hill, and yes, the list goes on. The amazing part about Dimitri is that he's a super humble cat and he knows the ins and outs of being a career musician. 
Dmitry Gorodetsky. Yes. The tall bassist. Yes, sir. We're here. Welcome to the Career Musician <laughs> Podcast, bro. Thank you, man. Great to be here. Great to see you. Man. Glad the, we get to hang. So mutual. This feeling is so mutual. Yes, First sir. of all, I love your handle, tall bassist. It's like the perfect description <laughs> Thank of, you, man. of who you are. I mean. Complete accident. It's a, it came about as a total accident. Really? Yeah. Really? A, a little story about that if you want to hear. Um, so, you know, we have passwords on everything. Yes. From your bank account to whatever, Netflix, everybody, you got to either come up with a bunch of different ones right. and lose your mind trying to remember uh. them or whatever. So I was coming up with a password for something. I think it was Instagram. Right. Or, or, or something. And, and I was like, oh man, what dumb thing could I use for this time that I won't forget? <laughs> tall bassist because I'm a tall bassist. <laughs> That was my password. It wasn't my handle. And and so I and it worked. Nobody had used it, you know, whatever. Yeah. And then so next time I went to open an Instagram account years ago. This was years ago. Right, of course. Because my friends were like, everybody's on this thing. Yeah, you you gotta IG. do it. Yeah, 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 of course, yeah. Social media. And I'm like, okay, what am I gonna call myself on this dumb thing? <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna use the same so I don't forget. It's all basis, right? Thinking I'm going to get shut down because there's all these numbers and underscores and dashes that people get suggestions. Oh, right. For because your name's been taken. No, nothing has been taken. You got it. So it was just like, yeah, Instagram was like, yeah. I love it. It was, it's legit. So that just stuck. And then when I realized how slightly catchy and sort of works. Yeah. You know, because my name is so awkward to spell. Dmitry Gordetsky, that's a lot, right. you know, and, right. uh, and it's not Googleable. So, right, you know what I mean. So I had to get around my name, just having this immigrant ring to it. Right. Um, I love how you just say Googleable. Yeah, that's not a word. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> that but up. it is a word now. <laughs> but for, you knew what I, I mean because I know exactly what you, you mean. What I meant. Yeah, that's not yep. Googleable. <laughs> yeah, Googleable. Um, <laughs> but I remember asking about that because you played on a song of ours, and I had to put your credits in. Yep. And I was like, so the spelling. Right. Now I've seen D I M. But yours is D M I T R Y. Yep, yeah. T R Y. Yeah. So it's a, it, and the last name only gets worse. Right. So it only gets more difficult from there. I blame my parents. But see, I pay attention to that stuff because yeah. my last name has always been butchered. Yeah. So I, like even today when I was uh, making the session, I checked the spelling in my phone contacts. Mm -hmm. It's Goro Detsky. Correct. G O R O D E T S K Y. You're See? nailing it. Come on. You're nailing it. <laughs> These things you are important the to me. You got the, gig. <laughs> the man is hired, ladies and gentlemen. He's hired, hired. These hired. things are important to me. All right. Well, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Yes, sir. And man, we have so many good things to talk about. So, so, so from Soviet Union, yes, Russia. Is what you say? Yeah, I just simplify. It's, it's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's like a, a bunch of countries stuck together. That's what Soviet Union was, right? You know. Okay. Uh, but anyways, so I came over from there at the age of ten with my family yeah. and with my parents, everybody, um, and uh, we kind of settled in Massachusetts first, right? Because we had family there already, and so I did my growing up a musical growing up there too. First in Boston because mm. that was the nearest big city that had. Tours coming through and great musicians and schools and Berkeley and all that stuff. So you were doing some gigs in Boston? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. For yeah. years, for years. All over Mass. Um, and then 10 years in New York. Right. Which was like the real school for me. Yeah. You know, and uh, that was, re that really kicked my butt. And um, I did a lot of growing, a lot of learning and um, playing upright and electric, different genres. And, sure. uh, um 
Yeah, that's like a, a an institution in itself, you know. And I felt like that got me ready for LA. Mm. You know, it's it's almost like it would have been wrong to move to LA earlier. Mm. You know, it was like the I timing was right. The timing was really right and I man. and I got confirmations as soon as I got to LA that this is where I'm supposed to be and that right. this was the right move. Do your little 10-year bid in New that's York. That's right. Get yourself together personally and musically, you know graduate to another level of musicianship and then bring yourself to the place that has the recordings and the sessions and the tours and the wave that it is right now which is amazing what's happening well i feel like earlier you said and i'm sorry for the repeat the technical difficulties pro tools but uh (laughs) (laughs) um you said earlier you didn't go to music school so new york that stint new york was your music school for sure and i couldn't agree with that more i think that new york really is almost uh it should be uh what do you call you know mandatory it should be a mandatory right yeah residency it's like like mecca for musicians yeah and because you really cut your teeth like you said but people are no bullshit there yeah they won't they won't tolerate anything any any fakeness really a lot of fakeness in general is not tolerated that's why the culture is so different you know over there is just uh, the phoniness doesn't fly cats will call you out on your fake shoes or your fake jazz licks. <laughs> they'll call you out on your all that stuff. Fake jazz licks, I like or, or it. Yeah, and they'll, or they'll be like, oh, you fluffing the changes on bar three. Yeah. So right. you kind of meandering, bro. What's up? What's up with the bridge? Right. You don't know it? Yeah. You know, and instead of just like saying, can you play the bridge? What, yeah. you don't know it? You didn't yeah. learn it? Oh, yeah, super. You know, right just, in your face. I know. Yeah. I know because what I'm that way. What we call aggressive here at LA. What we call aggressive. Yep. I'm like yo, did you did you study, man? Okay, yeah. Okay, you know oh, what? Yeah, Because yeah, I got like it. five guys who did. <laughs> right. You know, I'm like I'll just right. go right there. Yep. Yeah. Oh no, no, I've seen cats get fired uh, yeah. in the middle of the gig. Oh, I oh, love just it. Just a bandstand. Go home. I love it. We we got this without you. We're good. Oh man, that's exciting! That's like, <laughs> it's a drama unfolding in yeah, front of the I'm audience. Like, imaginary popcorn, just watching it go down. You know. That's it. That's it. Yep. Oh, Absolutely. Man. Yeah. Okay, so that was your ten year kind of schooling. Schooling. Completely, totally. and then you came to and LA. And then I from came to York. LA. Yeah, moved like just drove, put my upright in the back of my truck. See, and just drove cross That's country. Called hustle and grit, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was uh, definitely a leap of faith. Yeah, definitely a leap of faith. And um, yeah, just put some clothes in my big base in the car, and just I didn't know anybody here, um, and just restarted my life basically. You know, as far as um, wow. career and every and housing everything. I didn't have anything set up. There was no gig waiting for me. A friend of mine, fortunately, basically in the days that I was moving, connected me with a church here. So I was playing every Sunday. Nice. And I had that from the time I got here. Okay. So that held me down. A little bit of seed money. Yeah, Yeah. and nice people and a good church. And it made me feel at home. Oh, good. Maybe gave me feeling like, you know, because I have a, a... uh, home church back in Brooklyn, so I was right. like, "How is this transition going to work?" Too, you know, mm. I need something familiar. So um, that was a big part of it. Uh, so shout out to Dwayne Wright, DW. You, you know go. who you are. Everybody knows who he is, actually. There you go. And um, yeah, Dwayne is like forever, just a a, a king. He's um, he's the man. He's the man. Amazing bass That's player. Awesome. Amazing musician. A lot of yeah. you guys know him from uh, Jill Scott's gig for at least the last 10 years. Okay. He's okay. been gotcha. with, with Jill easily for 
the last decade. Right. Maybe longer. But um, on a lot of other projects and just an amazing human being, son of Timothy Wright, gospel legend. So oh, it's right. just all his brothers yeah, are yeah, amazing, yeah. amazing people. Lineage. Yeah. Lineage. Yeah. Definitely. It's in that family. So, but Dwayne helped me out big time. He introduced me to a bunch of people, you know, like mm. on the West Coast and connected me with that church. Um, That's so important, isn't it? To have that network connection where, and please, listeners, don't be uh, confused when I say network. I don't mean going out to network no, and shake hands and meet that. people you never met. It's, it's already, it's, it's a... Um, it's something that already exists, exists right. without you trying too, too hard. And it's, it's organically it's way, in It's what your life is already, has built into it. Thank you. And I heard, I heard somebody, I think you're going to like this, I heard somebody say the other day, because they really flipped it. We always say it's who you know. It's who you know. Right. You know, we're talking about that. Yeah, no, but they maybe. flipped it and took it to another level and said, it's not uh, even who, who you know, it's who, who knows, knows you. you. Come on, dog. You know what I mean? Yes. Meaning I, I could say, it. I know Nomad. Yeah, yeah, I saw yeah. him on the street. I even, yeah. I, we had a good laugh, you right. know, one time in a supermarket. That's not access. Right. That's just Nomad being polite That's to me. Great. <laughs> but if Nomad, on the other hand, is sitting at his studio and he goes, oh, I need to lay down this bass line real quick. Who do I call? Mm. And if he calls me, then that, that's him knowing, knowing me. You. There's there a big go. difference. You and it's what? happened once or twice when I have called you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I wish I could call you every month. Hey. Actually, there's been a couple times I've called you. You've been unavailable because you're working. Yeah, I like yeah. that. See? And I'm, I'll nothing make it up, too. No, there's I'm nothing sorry. wrong with that. No, that's a good thing. You don't have to yeah, make up anything. Was, but well well said, man. I, I definitely... Who knows you? I agree. If people yeah. know you to be trustworthy or they can yeah. reach out and you know and lean on you, right. then that's when things happen. That's it. Because if you just claim somebody and they don't claim you back... <laughs> <laughs> and you're kind of like flailing in the wind. End kinda. of story. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, right. That's cool. All right, so in Russia, we're good. I, I have a lock on that. I awesome. Don't worry about it. <laughs> okay, I got you. We keep looking back to the computer, like make sure it's running. Um, was in Russia. Yes. You didn't have much access growing up to all kinds of music, or because I remember I interviewed uh, Russell and Sirota, which is yeah. another amazing musician like yourself. And ironically, and, me and Russ have a very similar story. Okay. Both came here at the age of 10. Okay. I kind of... Both from Soviet. Oh, wow. Yeah. Really? But you didn't know each other until you until moved like to LA. Until a few years ago. Yeah. Wow. We didn't even know each other in New York. Look at that. It was in LA that we met. How cool. Mm -hmm. So so the spark of inspiration for you as a child with mm -hmm. music, where did that... So strangely enough, I actually did have a, m more than you would expect access to music okay. of from overseas, you know, for, the, for them, it's overseas. For sure, sure. Um, and I got to credit my parents and my uncle with that. You know, it's, it, it's, it's almost always, in the, always in the family. Come on, yeah. Because it's, it's the thing you're in contact with the most. It's the people that are bringing you up and they're taking care of you and, you know, and their That's things right. rub off on you. So um, right. my parents are not professional musicians, but... Everyone in the family plays. And my dad was a gigging. He was like a weekend warrior. That's mm -hmm. the best way to describe there my pops. So he's, that, he's right in between like engineering gig during the day, but heavy on the music for years. And even wow. did a little bit of traveling over there. Okay. Um, and what was his primary? Keyboard, piano. Nice. But, but he's uh, like with really like a natural talent. Like unschooled, oh, wow. definitely none of the theory and harmony, yeah. but... He he plays four or five instruments 
fluently for just for no reason, wow. just like that as a nice. hobby, violin, saxophone, oh, guitar, geez. you know, piano wow. for sure. Yeah. But um, yeah, everybody sings and plays in the family. Uh, so that's kind of just considered normal. But they always had records. Right. They always had records. And the records were, of course, of the local Russian music, Soviet music, like sure. that was being fed to everyone. Yeah. But they had Ella Fitzgerald records, mm. Count Basie records. That's my, that's really the earliest was big band jazz. And that's great training grounds. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. For just I mean, young ears to just even be aware of hey, this is what music's supposed so to sound perfect. like. It was like Glenn Miller, Count Basie, Duke Ellington, and Ella. Those four names, I remember being on all the time. My dad would just play. We had vinyl, and yeah. then in the '80s, it was like cassettes were pretty big. Mm-hmm. Actually, reel to reels. We still. Ha- I had a little baby reel to reel. Wow. Yeah, I don't even know why, but that's, that's dope. No, yeah, it was, that was that was yeah. the standard back then. That's that was right. normal. Um, so the jazz stuff was always on in the house just as part of you know daily life and then a little more um on the rock side beatles and stones nonstop. there you go the whole catalog there you go almost every song or every album in some uh, order and my uncle i gotta credit my uncle he's almost like an obsessed beatles and stones collector Mm. like he would he would collect the russian pressings of the Beatles album. So wow. not Please Please Me that's released to, to the United yeah. States and UK, but the Russian one through the Russian record label that had to pass through communist wow. laws to get approved. So he has oh, original shit. pressings that he brought from the old country that are like rare collector's items because that's all that was available over there. Dude, and that's incredible. Yeah, so all like Help and, and Rubber Soul and all, you know, Sgt. Pepper's White Album... Uh, let it be all that stuff like Russian versions of it. Wow! And then he would get the American versions because you know the collector's yeah, mind yeah, has yeah, to have yeah. everything. But any all that to say, that's beautiful. Um, tons of Beatles and tons of Stones. You're I mean, getting the best of both worlds with the, it's like a little jazz like and that, rock and roll. Yeah, but you were getting the uh, uh, pop jazz, so to speak, of that era, mm-hmm. where the harmonies are still pleasant and pleasing, the rhythms to the ear. But they're so intricate when you go below the layers, right? The Beatles are sophisticated, man. I don't yeah. really know. There's no other way around it. You yeah. might not like them. You don't yeah. have to. They don't even have to be on your radar. You're right. But you have to, based on merit, give them credit. Right. Uh, vocal arrangements, song form, song form, writing. Writing. The writing is genius. Lyrical melody writing yeah. that the melodies won't leave your head. Yeah. The, <laughs> you know? I mean, everything. Yeah. Catchiness. Yeah. And yeah. then still... Yeah spun in a pop presentation mm-hmm. that makes little teenage girls go nuts. nuts but then still the psychedelic side they all do all the it. trippy experimental stuff too it. so they so you gotta gamut. credit them yeah. whether you like them or not and i actually do like them yeah me them. too <laughs> and then the stones is like the raw oh. rock and roll edge kind of sloppy just yep. get in there and just thrash outside of British rock. So I fell in love with both. I don't have a preference. But all the smoothness of big band, oh, come on. And yep. all those layers mm-hmm. and harmonically dense, I mean, arrangements, come on. You're talking. Yeah. So, so wow. that's kind of. That's a beautiful so that's foundation. Like a little, yeah, that's a little, little piece of American and uh, UK music that was in our house. And right. we didn't even think that big of it. We just like. Dad loves it. I love it. This is what cool people what like. It is. Yeah, <laughs> that's you know that's how a kid's mind works. That's right. So that was the the original foundation. And my dad did start teaching me playing 
to play guitar right. from a very early age because mm. he could play some guitar. And so I thought that was the coolest instrument that he played. Yeah. So the very first guitar he built me uh, just out of plywood or something, he cut it like a little copy of a baby Les Paul. That, that he built it for you. So wait a minute. You mean to tell me, I know we're like in a TV studio and action. You mean to it. tell me that he built you a guitar out of like pressed wood? I mean, yeah, that's uh, so the very first one, I have evidence of this. Uh, my mom saved the pictures. The very first, wow. my very first guitar is like, is a picture of me. It's black and white. We didn't even have color photos at the time. Wow. Um, you know, um, and it's just me. I think I'm three or four years old, just kind of staring into the camera. But it's a a branch, like what you get from a tree, just a branch with fishing line strung across it. Just like like a like a some poor random kid from like as you apply pressure, yeah. That's it, that's it. And I'm just but I'm like totally wow. in it. I'll, yeah, I'll have to show you the picture. But um so that's my very first guitar. I mean that's just makeshift, you know, like we just made it outside. My dad put it together for me. And then That's the, amazing. But then bro. the second guitar was a copy of, of a Les Paul, a little Les Paul shape, but it was a baby size one that he he carved out of pressed wood. Like he plywood. cut it himself. Mm -hmm. He kind of like just you know wow. got the shape down, put some some short strings across it, yeah. and that I, and painted it red. Man, I had a red Les Paul. Wow. Like I thought I was Jimmy Page or something. That's crazy. That's dude. probably like six at the age of six or seven. That's beautiful. And, and I kept that until we, you know, left the country. Mm. I don't have it anymore. But th by then, though, I was like kind of big enough to start playing his um, acoustic guitar. Wow. So I started noodling on that. But it's not like I was practicing heavy. You know, it was just yeah. as a kid, it's just one of the little hobbies. Sure. And they put me into classical piano lessons when I was six mm. to get the left and right hand reading. And, wow. You know, Did you get the... some Rachmaninoff in there? And... I mean, watered down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. A little baby Rachmaninoff. But yeah, those and those teachers are hardcore. Oh, I remember yeah. them. Uh, yeah. Russian teachers don't really care how old you are. There's no, they're not really like padding stuff. Right. It's like, there's a New York, and then there's the Russian approach. You want to talk about extreme hardcore. Really? If they make you cry or, you know, if a little kid is breaking down, that's nothing to them. Yeah. They just, they're, they're like, this is part of the process. We're teaching. Right. How else are you going to get better? Right. You know, they oh, just I love that. very, very, and that's why, you know, some of the people over there really succeed like crazy. That's Everything right. from the gymnasts to the That's classical right. pianists, That's right. classical musicians in general, you know. And they start training very young. Very right? young, and they don't care if you like it or not. You know what I mean? It's it's almost like it's not a follow your passion thing. It's like this is what's this good is for what you. what you're doing. The adults have said this is what's good for you. You know? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. You said <laughs> mathematicians, engineers, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would imagine. Engineers. And the list goes on. Kick ass for sure. But yeah. Uh, pianists, classical musicians, athletes, gymnasts, mm. whatever, hockey players. They don't, you know, they don't practice based on their feelings. That's the that's the biggest thing. I feel like we shed um, when we the feel West good here. Yeah. The West needs to adapt a little bit more of that principle. It's a pretty cool work ethic. It's 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 Spartan in a way. We are way like, too emotionally based and you just said Spartan. I love that. Man. Yeah, you know what I mean by that. Yeah. Like they just Here's your little tiny space to exist in, and you're going to work on your craft daily until you get to the next level. Until you are a master of craft. Yeah, that's it. There's not really an, any other out. You know what I mean? That's wow. and they And they teach lessons like that. They teach in schools like that. Yeah. So anyway, so I, I got it like a little classical piano 
foundation, little bass clef, treble clef, early nice. vibes early on. That's really important. It's important. I didn't have that early on. Yeah. And I started to go back and try to learn that later. But I think that to have that foundation. It's cool early. I mean, you can important. learn it at any Anytime. phase of your yeah. life. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. it's yeah. it's a science as far as clefs and reading. It's not, you know, that's a science. It's it, You can break it all down and teach it. But, um, but yeah, when you get it early on, it's just familiar. Mm. And you start to classify instruments in your mind, which clef they belong to. You start to like already expect like who's going to read and which you know which clef and that's right. what kind of parts they're maybe playing but um yeah but it was all kind of still you know i, I wasn't self-motivated about music yet i just okay. loved it sure but i wasn't practicing like diligently it wasn't until i came to the states so your family was not uh, pushing that method on you the, no their the, their whole thing was like open. expose them to everything okay yeah and then he's going to select his path. But when you but when you go to the teachers, the teachers don't want to hear that. Oh, shit. right. They don't have tolerance. <laughs> they don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like Zero there's only one thing I teach, yeah. and I teach it hardcore. There isn't right. like this whole dabble thing with me. So the parents will let you. My parents let me dabble in everything to find my passion. But the teachers don't let you dabble. They're like, if you're here, if you got these swimming lessons, you're about to do a hundred dives in a row. And swim the length of this pool it. until you're drowning. <laughs> I think as the upper echelon class of musicians, we all have some of that Russianism in us. Because it's just natural. The, the sacrifice that it takes. Mm -hmm. I talk about this all the time. If you're a doctor or a lawyer and you put in all these years of study, the compensation and the respect you get in a social setting is extremely profound and high yeah right you make lots of money yeah. and you are looked up to when you go to that level in music nobody gives a shit yeah not it's really. bizarre isn't it <laughs> yeah it's not so really. bizarre yeah. so and you I, put in at least the same amount oh at least the same amount of time i would venture to say more possibly more. because some of us more for sure typically we start young you can't start to be an attorney at 10 I mean, right. it's a rare case. I'm sure it happens, but it's rare. Yeah, You, you don't really get, get into that bit. until you're 18, 19, 20 and say, okay, I'm going to college and I'm going to study law. Right. Plus, I have friends who you know? practice eight, 10 hours a day. That's what I'm saying. Not an exaggeration. That's what I'm saying. Well, that's what we did. That's what I did when I was coming up from the time I was 13 to 19. Yep. Six years. It was yeah. 10, eight yeah, to 10 hours a day. Yeah, those aren't exaggerated numbers. Those it's aren't exaggerated. Like, it's not like, oh, I'm, I'm making up like no. numbers. No, like actually... Eight to ten hours a day is the instrument is in the in the person's hands. That's right, and and really that's what it takes to become masterful. Masterful, I like that. Ah, see, man, this is so easy. I all I could I all I have to do is just sit here and hit record and let you talk. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you man. got a, a lot of great points, man. You all right, so so I mean, because you're talking about like I always say principles never change. These are the mm -hmm. tried and true principles of what it takes to be great. Methodology changes and evolves and every goes, day right but the principles remain the same yeah so i love that thank you for sharing that yeah man. Uh, philosophical it's approach, universal you know? all yeah. over the world yeah all right let's get to the good stuff okay so <laughs> because honestly i'm going to brand it as dimitri gorodetsky bass player to the stars let's talk about your resume and credits and you know people want to hear it man and and there's nothing wrong with here's what i say there's nothing wrong with some same shameless self-promotion. Why not let everybody know that you're a pro and that you are fully equipped yeah. to do the work you do? Hmm. You know? Okay. So Yeah. I mean it's yeah. it's it's part of the ongoing thing. That's you right. know, as a as a new 
thing happens, I guess you should be proud to talk about it. I, I, precisely. Right? Precisely. In that way, it's not self-promotion as much right. as it is just like keeping you updated. That's right. This is what just, I'm doing. Just briefing you on, right. on on what the latest is. Not boastful yeah. or arrogant, but yeah. just, yeah. yeah so yeah. talk about your resume. Um, I guess the easiest thing for me is to go backwards. Love it. Because I remember today, yeah, but not really yesterday, and definitely not. And not then, last as you week. start to unfold it, you're like, oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah if I start from the beginning, I mean, that, that that'll just tell kind of a chronological story, but we don't sure. want all that. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, so most recently, as far as artists, the most recent I got to work this year is a milestone for me. Um, I. Got to work on the Grammys for the first time, nice. you know, and I, I had always dreamed about it. It was def, you know, the Grammys is, to a musician is like, it's it's some kind of level of success. It's, it's the world it, finals. Yeah, it's the cup. Yeah, it's the NFL. Exactly. It's the bowl, whatever. Yeah. Yep. Um, so uh, although I didn't perform live on stage, I by working on the Grammys, I mean pre-records. Nice. So, you know, a lot of performances are pre-records, mimes, sure. and amalgamations of those two things, all kinds of combinations. So I was working um, this year, um, shout out to Asaf Rode who called me. Mm-hmm. He is currently Lil Nas X's MD. Nice. So he's wor- working with Lil Nas and they put together a big giant, he was nominated and he put together a big giant medley of Old Town Road and another record of his, you know, like a five nice. minute medley with with the two songs and some hits, arrangements and right. things. But then because the song had so many remixes as it came out, because it stayed number one, it broke records, you know, on the chart. Incredible. Yeah, it was such a big song. Such a groundbreaking experience yeah, we yeah, needed. Country yeah. and hip hop yeah. and trap, everything we was put together. It. Yeah, yeah. it was dope. Um, so um, they wanted to feature different people on different verses because the verses... What, where it was what was coming out in the remixes as different artists. So they just kind of threw the kitchen sink together. I mean, it was literally, it was more diverse than the song had started. The song right. had started with um, country and rap, and then they added BTS into it. So right. they had, they got K-pop, which is like That's massive right, right now. Um, for anybody out there checking out K-pop or is familiar, BTS is like right. the, the, the biggest. The ones, yeah. They're they're actually changing the, the the game because for once, American kids that speak only English are singing along to Korean <laughs> that they don't even understand what they're singing, <laughs> what which trip, is what man. the world has been doing, doing with American America music. America for all these decades. For 100, 100 years, yeah. Oh, we, the world that. has been singing. It's been flipped. Yeah, they, they've flipped it. they flipped it because, you know, for years we didn't, we didn't know anything but Russian, but we were singing with American lyrics. We had no idea what the Beatles or Ella Fitzgerald was saying. And now that's happening with BTS. They were on the Jingle Ball tour this past year. They are on every billboard on the highway. Um, they'll tour America right now, probably sooner than Asia, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they're massive. So they were on a verse, Lil Nas. Uh, Billy Ray Cyrus, yeah, he was part of the record Who wrote originally. The country version, yeah, 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 exactly. And then they brought out the OG Nas, Nas ah, from the '90s, smart, so Lil smart. Nas, Big Nas, yeah, together. Um, and who else? Somebody else. Oh, the, the Yodeler kid was on it. I'm spacing on his name. I know what you're talking about. Though. He had a verse I did on see it. I just don't remember all of the... So there yeah, was just yeah, like yeah, going yeah. from room to room and all these new features would pop up on a new verse. Incredible. So, you know, being a big record, I was just really proud to be a small part of it. 
right. and provide the live bass uh, tracking over the 808s that are already in the Love you it. know <laughs> so that's the the most recent i would say um just before that um i got to work with dion warwick nice. and played on a record of hers um her latest uh, release is a Christmas record mm -hmm. uh, called Voices of Christmas. She was amazing. She's an OG. Oh, if yeah. You, if, if if for you any of you know, guys, yeah. Go now. Just Google. <laughs> she's Googleable. She's Googleable <laughs> for sure. <laughs> yeah. The Burke Bacharach stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, walk on by. I think it's D-I-O-N-N-E, right? Mm -hmm, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And she's also music royalty because she is um, Whitney... Houston's mm, family. That's right. I believe that's she's Whitney's like aunt. aunt. Yes, Correct. exactly. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, we were in the studio, so she's very hands-on. Oh, she's in there every cool day. She's got a mic just like this set up yeah. at the control board right in the engineering room. And she is singing scratch vocals if you need them, references, wow. starting and stopping you, giving you pointers. Nope, I don't want it like this. Wow. Give me this. I'm. This is my vision. So and she's producing. She's producing. She's co-producing. And she's also telling you, hey, I don't want too many takes of this because the magic is in take yeah, one or two. It's so you don't true. really, you don't really, with working with her, you don't really get to go past take two. You better nail it by then. I, and, she, and she's going to keep like take that. one. And see, she ain't even really gonna like it. It's the initial instinct of how you respond it's, to something you don't know. That's the word is instinct. It's the that your initial interpretation yes. is actually the right one. There you go. And that's kind of a, a truth I think for us in general. Our gut yep. feeling, yep. first impression, call yep. it what you want. All that, the I words, intuition, yeah, <laughs> impression, yeah, that, that thing is, instinct. <laughs> we learn to ignore it. And not listen to it, but actually, the the very first your gut feeling about something, a place, a situation, someone, is just like that first take is the realest one. You know, it might be sloppy, it might be mistakes, it you might matter. play some clams, because uh, you might still be learning the music, but but the spirit is correct. That's you know part of my mo with the tcm the career musician trust your gut man trust your gut don't beat it up yep don't mm -hmm. keep going I, I love that all right so the grammys dion and by the way I, i've been tracking all this on social media so, uh, i love it i see it all <laughs> um, <laughs> but i want our listeners to know yep then uh apparently it was the year of christmas records because yeah. uh i played right. on john legend john legend um, that's right which he was doing a cover of john lennon there you so go. that was kind of like a cool little cool. yeah um, situation. He covered um, "Happy Christmas," which is like a war protest song, mm -hmm. but with the Christmas spirit. It's really kind of actually a dope concept. Right. Um, so that was with like a choir and all this big production. Nice. Um, that came out on on John Legend's uh, Christmas album, and then um, currently, this is an ongoing thing I'm working on. Nat Geo is putting out a a docu-series, a, docu a right. biography. I'm not sure if I'm using the right word, but sure. some combination of those things on Aretha Franklin. This is definitely the year of Aretha Franklin. So mm -hmm. uh, Jennifer Hudson's got the movie coming out and Cynthia Revo has the documentary coming out. We're working on Cynthia's. Amazing. Um, it's put, put out, like I said, by National Geographic and it's um, eight one-hour episodes. So like a series mm -hmm. of Aretha Franklin's life from the very beginning yeah. Right up to, you know, Free Way of Love and her whole career, basically, her whole musical career. And there's some amazing actors, um, amazing uh, 
story being told. Right. I mean, it's Aretha Franklin's, you know. Beautiful. So it's it's awesome to just be um, any part of of working on any that. Part and of then that she's legacy. my Aretha's my hero. Yeah. I love her to pieces, and I love her music, and um, it's a dream come true to work on it. And and we're tracking a lot. Um, they're using some original recordings, as you would of guess. Course. For the big hit records, maybe it's like Respect or Chain of Fools yeah, or yeah, something yeah. like that. Have to. But then there's scenes of young Aretha, say, singing in a church that no one had ever recorded. Right. So recreating those scenes, they don't have the music for it. So right. we're playing that stuff live or an audition that she might have done in a record label or rehearsals or her working stuff out with her band in the studio, the Muscle Shoals band. Love that's right. So we're tracking the, you know. And another all, one who was a hands-on producer artist. She oh, was totally. Another, she was giving direction constantly in the studio. She could play yeah. this piano, Oh, she could man. play her she could, off. She, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like a lot of the parts is actually her playing piano. That's right. We were in the studio like looking at these piano parts like, man, these aren't easy to execute. Right. That's because it's, it's her. Yeah. She could really play. Um, I think, I don't want to be wrong. I think Ella Fitzgerald played piano too. I think mm. she took over Chick Webb's band. Wow. Back in the day. Talking about history. Running, Chick yeah, Webb and Ella. Yeah, running a big band from the piano wow. and singing. I don't want to be wrong, but I'm pretty and sure. conducting and yeah, producing just, as you go yeah, along. Yeah, yeah. real yeah. musician. Both, real, both, both of them, yeah. like true, true, true musician, vocalist, singer, pianist, arranger, all that. Incredible. Anyway, so um, working on that, that'll come out Memorial okay. um, Day. Okay. May 25th-ish. Nice. Around there. Nice. Rafael Sadiq is producing all the music. Nice. Uh, it's done at his studio. Yeah. Over here in NoHo. Mm-hmm. Love that place. Yeah, great place. Uh, yep. Amazing musicians. Uh, just I'm sure. lots of sessions yeah. weekly. Amazing. Uh, yeah, it's like Fun. weekly. I got one tomorrow. Yeah. I got one, I think, earlier in the week. Um, so that's, that's current. Um, then if we go back a little bit, like I said, this is where I start to not remember that mm. it gets foggy. That's right. Um, still working with Charlie Puth. Right. Um, just You've been the, with Charlie Puth for how long? Now three years. It might be a little over three years. Okay. So a uh, couple, couple of uh, big tours around the world, a couple records worth. Incredible. Uh, played on a couple of those studio sessions. Okay, we got to dig in. We got to dig in. Okay. So first of all, on tour with him around the world before we get there because that'll be that leads next that's perfect segue into my next uh question elements uh, but let's talk about the sessions so i love the fact that an iconic modern day artist says you know what let's use some of my road band for the studio why not let's use my road band that's amazing it's amazing and it's really like it's because uh, it's a it's rarity so rare it's hard to explain so tell why. us about that it's amazing yeah so um Excuse yeah, me. go ahead. Yeah, we'll come <coughs> All good. Bro, that you're out. human. No. <laughs> I'm only human. I'm not going to edit the freaking cough. You <laughs> co- how dare you cough? I love it. I love it. That's real. Um, Do you so, need anything? Are you no, good? No, I'm good. Water? I'm, I'm whiskey? sipping this water. Okay. With whiskey. A little too early, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's perfect. It's five o'clock somewhere. That's right. Um, but and we know. We've been there. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. I've been to that place. All the wares. <laughs> yep. Yep. So as far as Charlie choosing, I mean, he's really, you have to understand and, and 
get to know the guy to really understand where he's coming from because mm. he's a different type of producer. Mm. He's a different type of musician. He's got the jazz history and lineage. Beautiful. And the the Berkeley education system that okay. he actually finished. He didn't even drop out. Wow. You know, a lot of yeah, people most like, of us drop out. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he actually finished. So I there's a out. lot of, and it's it's uh, the the great ones usually do drop out. Yeah. You know what I mean? A lot of cats, because they find work before right. they even finish the school. They find right. ways to make money and travel and tour and get in the... But in his case, he's a great one who didn't drop out. Yeah, because he, the, the thing, Charlie had his stuff really together um, while he was at Berkeley. I heard stories of him already having management or wow. an agent. Wow. He had uh, merch. Mm. It's been confirmed that he had mm. merch when he was See? still at Berkeley as a student. Now that's some he, career musician career move characteristics sure. right there. Yep. Um, he had uh, his stuff totally together: reading, yeah. writing, improvising, jazz, yeah. um, wow. harmony. His mm. his level of perfect pitch. This isn't some natural gift thing that you can't yeah. even really work on. It's like a lot of our musician friends you know you'll run into people that have perfect pitch and that's amazing because yeah. i just have relative me too you know yeah, um so cats will be able to know what what uh, any random note is in the middle of the night you can play mm -hmm. a c sharp and they'll know it charlie's is on another level you you can take a uh uh glasses and tap them on the table and you'll be like i'll tell you that oh uh, yeah that's like an out of tune d or or, or you can be like and he'll be like, oh, yeah, it's like a C-sharp. It's a little flat. Wow. You know what I mean? He will hear, like, I've heard him point, about, <laughs> point out people in the audience, like a scream out in the audience. He'll go right to his piano and be like, I told you it was an F-sharp. That's amazing. You know, some chick will just go, ah! and, wow. and he'll go to the piano and, like, and find that note. Well, he'll call he'll it, his call it and out then, and then test himself. Yeah, you so the, his, his, yeah, and his, I mean, he knows a refrigerator is humming in E-flat. <laughs> when he walks by it, you know, so his level of of gift is is crazy. It's another level. So all that, but he had a business mindset in in Berkeley. From what I hear, I wasn't okay. there with him, but a lot of my friends were. Uh, I constantly meet people that were like, "I was at school with Charlie Puth. Really? Like we were classmates." Um, yeah, a lot of people. You know, That's cool. he was one of the guys just around yeah, the school yeah. as a student. Um, so he calls you guys into the studio. Yeah, and. Uh, the 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 reason why is he the string instruments is the one thing that he doesn't really play. He can program drums like mm -hmm. nobody's business. Yeah. Um, and of course all the keys, but um, specifically for string instruments, when he wants the authentic thing, mm -hmm. most producers would reach for some kind of a sound library, some kind of sure. a, a, a stock sound from somewhere, sure. even if it's really good. Um, Charlie is just like well. Why don't I just call the guitar player and the bass player there you go. Uh, that tour with me? Because those guys get pretty authentic sounds. There you I go. Have real live string instruments, and I can just track them, and I can track them anywhere. You know what I mean? Um, especially with bass, we will plug into a DI. We'll use a regular road amp yeah. and just take the DI out of it because I, I run right. like a little tube rig, and we'll just take the DI right out of my road amp and right into his interface, interface in, and into a DAW. And um, yeah, I mean, the one of the we tracked um, a record of his called "How Long" uh, in a makeshift studio in the back of the bus on a day yeah, off in I Kansas. Love that. We were like, it was like Topeka or Wichita, Kansas, yeah. or something. and he was just like, "Yeah, just come track this song real quick." It wasn't a big deal. He didn't make right. like a whole big scene about it. It was right. just like, "Hey, you got a minute?" Yeah, 
Nice. You know what I mean? And nice. Then, and then six months later, the record is like in the top 10 on iTunes or on the charts, on the pop chart, whatever. It's amazing. It did well. Yeah. That's it beautiful. Well. Um, and the same thing, the guitar player played on even more records, Attention and nice. all those, the, you know, the familiar things. Yeah. Um, a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Osvern, yeah, yeah. I love, mm -hmm. I love Jan. Yeah. Um, he, awesome. So a lot of that stuff, when it needs to be an authentic sound, yeah. Charlie is not afraid to reach for that. That's amazing. And then the rest of the time, he's crushing the game with yeah. programming, all sure. the synths, all the drums, all the vocal productions. Um, but but yeah, he it's it's very rare because most artists will have their touring crew, mm -hmm. and then they have the studio crew that won't go on the road. Right, right. You well, know that's, what I that's mean? why I brought it the up. The guys are too busy; they're because, not available. Well, and also, that's whatever. A, honestly, it's that's an old art. business model. Because back in the day, and especially like in places like Nashville, you would have, whereas New York, it was all the same cats did everything. Mm -hmm. But in Nashville, you had the the the, tour, the road cats and yep. the session cats. But nowadays, uh, you know, it's as the business to, thins, the lines the start lines to blur. Are blurring. Yes, and a yes. lot of it, I think, is due to relationships. Meaning, ah, if someone has precisely. a relationship, what you said earlier, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's who knows you. Who knows you? And it, it's like. If if I like this cat and the vibe is right and we always have a good time and we're cracking jokes and just having you know the 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 vibe is 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 right so why not have them come in and lay down a little bit of this that's right you know um, and then still be out on the road we can go yes. rock this arena or this stadium yes. or whatever um, you know whatever it takes but it's like I know what I'm getting when I call that guy that's right. You know, I love it. I experienced a lot of that with Babyface as well. Mm -hmm. For for the whole time I was with him, he would call me for the session stuff too. Yeah, and I think I think that really is because uh, you have the stamp of approval on you from the artist. There you go, all around. There you go. They know that with the hang, the mm -hmm. skill you bring on your instrument, mm -hmm. and and just your overall vibe. That's right. That's right. It's an affirmation, and it's good. Yeah, it's good. All right, so so then touring the world with somebody like Charlie Puth again because you're talking about a modern day pop legend, right? Or icon, He's pop, a star, you know, a, star, He's a, star yeah. a modern day pop star. Mm -hmm. So tell us about that. That had to be fun. Uh, Three yeah, years. It's touring? definitely yeah, it's definitely fun. Um, yeah. A lot of new places. Let's start there. Mm -hmm. A lot of uh, you know new countries, new continents. Um, for for me, um, a recent highlight was Brazil. I had mm. not been to Brazil. I'd been dreaming of Brazil. I haven't been there yet either. Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like one of those things that just is. It's a little elusive for some reason. Right. <coughs> Excuse me. And so um, it was rock and Rio. It's kind of the best way to start mm. South America. Uh, for those of you not familiar, it's uh, one of the biggest festivals in the world, certainly okay. in South America. I think the attendance is between two and three hundred thousand. Wow! It's massive, and that's it's outdoors. Crazy. Like nothing can even hold a crowd that big because it's like that's two, three stadiums worth. That's and, crazy. And um, they got a couple massive stages, and the audience just turns ninety degrees watching one stage, and then when when that one is being broken down and changed over for the next artist, the line check, they just turn you ninety just turn degrees <laughs> and watch the other stage, and so continues oh, music. Cool, I think a couple weeks. Yeah. Um, yeah. That one was fun just because of the sheer energy. It was gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, Rio de Janeiro was beautiful. They put us up on the beach. Uh, wow. The hotel was right on the beach. 
And and guess which beach, by the way, because it was it was strangely familiar. Ipanema. Ipanema and Copacabana. Copacabana. Wow. The, right between Copacabana and Ipanema, there's a uh, they had a hotel right on the beach, basically. How awesome is yeah, that? Yeah. So bro? like you could just walk down in your little uh, swim shorts and just take a dip in the ocean, um, and be right back in the hotel. So that was gorgeous. Uh, the weather, the people, the spirit of the people, it's, it's really beautiful. And then the festival was a blast. The festival was like a face melter because you would just, you know, they put the same bands in the same hotels. Like mm. they, it's like a package deal or whatever they do through the festival. So the day we played or the week we played, like chili peppers were there. Uh, I think Iron Maiden. I mean, it was just, it was just like, it wasn't like. Just Come like on. pop world, it was anybody, everybody. everybody. How cool is that? Black Eyed Peas played directly after us. Her, the artist, her oh, yeah, played just before us. So we were sandwiched between those two, um, you know, those two stages. And but yeah, like I said, I mean, everybody from contemporary pop, like BB Rex, all the homies mm. were down there playing. Um, but yeah, to have the Chili Peppers and made, and I mean, it was just Come like. On. It's like whatever you like. How about that like. diversity? That's yeah, the so diversity cool. is crazy. And the Brazilian. Her and Iron Maiden. <laughs> and Puth. Come on. All yep. in one. Just chilling. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, yeah. The backstage area situation oh, is insane. nuts. Yeah. yeah. It's just overrun and you don't even know who you're <laughs> who are you talking to. Bump into. Bump into. And... Yep. It's, well, like we said, it's five o'clock somewhere. Yep. So here it is, man. It's Apparently, uh, it's one o'clock for us and. By cheers. Darn it, cheers. Cheers to that. <laughs> I love it. Thank you, man. Oh, this yeah. is delicious. It's nice. It's not an endorsement, but I like this new company, Proper 12. I mean, I'm sure it's not new. It's new to me. That is a beautiful Proper flavor. 12 Irish whiskey, triple distilled, a smooth blend with hints of vanilla, honey, and toasted wood. Now, I'm speaking it into existence. I'm going to Ireland next. Oh, good. Ireland good. and Scotland's on the bucket list. There I have go. not been. There I don't go. know why. I have friends from there. Man. My brothers went to the Jameson Distillery. I'm so mad at them. They went without me. Those oh, bastards. Oh, man. Now, you have to understand something. I've been a Jameson head yeah. since 1990. But, I uh, believe you. Bro, he's like, I believe. I can see it on you. <laughs> Freaking love Jameson. But then I got to say, man, I got this proper 12. And I was watching the heavyweight fight the other night with, uh, yeah, my dude, I can't remember the Fury. name. Uh, Fury. Fury. And what? Jesus. Talking about giants. I man. mean, these men I'm not are not forces to, speak, to be reckoned with. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. Intense. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> my point was I saw a proper 12. <laughs> On the, uh, it was all plaster all over the the ring while the, the oh, ring wow. while they were uh, fighting. So uh, obviously, Proper Twelve was one of the uh, sponsors. But but you've been to Ireland. I know. no, I haven't been. You it's crazy. Been I've been all over UK. We, but let's not, go, man. Not, we need to go. go. <laughs> yes, sir. Oh man, yeah, I've been you, to Russia twice. Love it there. So cool. Yeah, it's uh, you probably got treated like gold, like royalty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stupidly yeah, yeah. so yeah, amazingly nice, like. Going with the artist that you're going yeah. at the level that you're at, what, yeah. you know, in the productions that you're in, right. you kind of get 
you're, you're going to get treated like a king. I, They're going to roll out the full hospitality. I have some good Western stories. Oh, Do you want to hear one? Absolutely. Okay, Come one. On. Wait, wait. Share so it, share so it. we get there. We're with Babyface and my good uh, friends, Brandon Coleman yeah. on keyboards. Incredible. Uh, Kevin Wyatt on bass. Mm-hmm. Did you know Kevin? He moved to Amsterdam before no. you moved here. Yeah, no Amazing idea. bass player, musician. And Richie Pena on drums from New York. I don't know if you met Richie either. Richie, I don't either. And myself. Well, we go to... Uh, we finally get settled in, into the hotel, and they say, okay, we'll come and get you. Meet us in the lobby. We'll go down to dinner together, and mm-hmm. we're going to go to the little thingy and this and that, blah, blah, blah. So we're playing, first of all, a private event. And the hotel is super nice. Oh, right? the hotel is stupid. Just it's check like, it. Yeah, 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 of course. It's, Let's start there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> so, so we come downstairs, we meet, and, and we're going into a quote-unquote speakeasy, because that's what we're playing. We're playing for some wealthy private, private events, you know. Uh, anyway... They bring us to the back. We get to this little desk, and there's two beautiful Russian women. First of all, you're just like, ooh, <laughs> yeah. oh, my name is... You know, you lose all sense of... You, oh, man. Beauty is just... They, they you know, know how ahead. to dress. Yes. I'm going to say we'll that. We'll say that. So then first, you see that. And then you look to the left, and you see these giant, two giant Russian guards oh, with God. their pieces right on their waist. You could see their, 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 their yeah. firearm right yeah. there. Uh-huh. They're not hiding it. Oh, in other yeah. words, like a lot of times here in the States, you'd see a, a guard, but you can't see his firearm. Or, yeah, this, or thing is, no. this thing is a deterrent right in your face. Exactly. Like, Not only is the dude massive, yes. but the pistol is out. Exactly. There's two of those guys, and they're standing by an elevator. So we go into this elevator, and, and you know we're a group, big old elevator, and we all go in, and we're like, oh, okay, this is really neat and interesting. Yeah, yeah I've been watching it. <laughs> Pro, Pro Tools out of the corner of our eyes, damn it. Rocking. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, so then we go down, and you step out of the elevator, and this curtain opens, and you go into this little holding room. Yeah. Nice little holding room, some nice little chairs, and a pool table, and you're like, okay, this is cool. And they're like, please wait, you know, and they, and they go, and they do their thing and then they come back to get us they make sure mm-hmm. we walk through you ready Uh-oh. we walk through a little casino mm-hmm. okay again with the russian model escort escort gorgeous women holding you know their drink platters and stuff taking drink yeah. orders and walking around and, and 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 catering to all the people who are gambling dare i say that you go through that area, and there's, there's like a little arch right here, like in the studio, and another curtain. You open the curtain, and now it's you're in the speakeasy, quote unquote. Right. It's the, the club, the real back room, the real back oh. room, the club. Okay, mm-hmm. not very big, and we already knew that because management was like, "Hey, this gig is a small gig," very so the production yeah. manager was like, "We're going to fit a lot of things onto a small stage. We're going to kind of break it down a little bit." Mm-hmm. And it's all good. It's all good. We get in there, and then we weren't working. This is our first night, so our liaison, his name was Robert. He says, "Welcome." Sit down, and they had this giant table, right, spread, and is it sit down, enjoy yourselves, we want you to have a good time, right? So that's, that's the first. So we sit down. I hope you know what they mean by that. Okay, so everybody's laughing. There's a lot implied right Everybody's there. laughing. Well, hold on, let me get to the punchline. So, <laughs> so the first thing is, he's like, you tell the, the waitress, you know, he, the server, whatever he called mm-hmm. them, and, and the more beautiful ladies come out, and they're, they're not waitresses, they're models who just happen to be asking you what you would like to eat. Yeah. And he says, there's no menus, so you just tell them what you want to eat. And we say, we don't... And of course, our first... Well, what do you mean? What does that mean? I don't right. really understand how that works. He goes, you tell them the type of meat you prefer, if you like potatoes and vegetables, if you want soup, if you want this, if you want that. And the chef will make it. So you just say, oh, I like chicken, and uh, sure, potatoes and vegetables. Or if, you're, if you have a, a, an extensive palate, you just say... it. Anyway... 
they bring out, but before the food comes out, shots. We're talking giant clear bottles yeah. of frozen vodka that yeah. they just took out of the freezer. You can see the ice on them, and they just start pouring the shots. Now, I can hold, you know, I'm, I'm a big dude. You're yeah. a big dude. We can hold our, you know. So I like to have a couple shots from shooting, but Robert is like, he just doesn't stop pouring. You know, and the whole thing, so all the, all the service. You don't around. stop pouring. That's the culture. That's you guys the, are, now you're tapping into the culture. Yes. So now, Richie, Brandon, Kevin, and myself, it was, at the time, we were only a four-piece band. Getting we're hammered. We're getting lit. <laughs> right? Hammered. But as, as this is going on, the food hasn't come yet. Now he says, he gets very serious. He sits down and he leans over the table. It's a big-ass table. You know, it's almost like if you imagine you're in a, a, a conference Robert room. was your. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he was your host. Or he was liaison. our liaison host. He lives in New York, but he's Russian. And he, you know, and he brought, he was a promoter who brought a lot of bands over. Gotcha. He leans over and he says, now, I want to make this very clear. I want you to have a good time. I want you to look at our beautiful Russian women, but you cannot touch them. And then he just, <laughs> and then it's like, and he didn't laugh. But he's just like, and we were all, huh? like, like, what? what? Bro, I, I wasn't even like going to we do anything. We were, Why are you pointing us out? Right, you know, like, we weren't going bro, that we way. Like, what, what makes you think? It was hilarious. Wow. So the whole night, we're all, now we're all like kind of drunk, but kind of like scared. <laughs> right, because you saw the armed guard earlier. <laughs> you don't know what the, the repercussions are. I mean, good, dude, this must have been 8, 9 o'clock. We probably didn't go to sleep until 4 or 5 in the sure. morning. You know, up to normal. our rooms. You know, that's normal. Yeah. We hung out all night and just had a great time. And it's just beautiful. I mean, but that's... Yeah. I got a question for you. Okay. How smooth was that vodka? Oh, it was stupid. Okay. Because I, I want to We couldn't on stop. That. That's the thing. So, like, so, like so, water. It pours like, like water and it, and it, and it goes, goes down, down like, like water. So Babyface himself yeah. is not a big drinker. So he doesn't really drink a lot. But yeah. he ha he was taking a couple shots of vodka. And he even mentioned, he's like, wow, that's smooth. That's smooth. That's, I'm surprised that it's so smooth. Yes, it doesn't So burn. maybe he had one or two shots, but we're pounding him and we're like, oh, yeah, give me some more water. I mean, vodka. <laughs> you know, yeah. however you say. It, it's so smooth. And they brought out, I'm sure, the best for you guys. Oh, man. And then some of the vodka, I mean, if it's really good, you're not even getting the same kind of hangover next day. No. Follow The Career Musician on Instagram and Facebook. Making music is easy. Making money in music is not. Join Nomad as he talks about the ups, downs, and turnarounds of the music biz. Hi, I'm Dmitry Gordetsky, bassist for Charlie Puth, and I am here with my dude Nomad on The Career Musician Podcast. You're listening to the Career Musician Podcast by Nomad. Empowering musicians with strategies for a sustainable career. Binge previous seasons of the Career Musician Podcast and subscribe for all new episodes. Subscribe to the Career Musician on Apple Podcasts. All right, so... Sorry, there's ghosts in the machines. Yes, the, so the vodka is, is amazing. I mean, we just had a blast. The hospitality and is the hospitality crazy. Is out and, of this and, world. and they're going to keep pouring yeah. until you fall over because mm. that's how they show that they're a good host. That's our culture. Right. You bring out the best for your guests and right. you feed them to you death feed- and you and you give them more drink than they can have. Ah. And only when they say no, no, no more, no more, stop. 
is when you feel like you've done your, you job. your job. Until then, you keep it going. Well, then they're going to say, okay, well, how about some coffee and dessert? Oh, and how about the, so then they're bringing the next thing out. Thing. Yeah. I mean, but then they'll give you the, the liqueurs, the, 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 yeah. the desertifs, you know. And, the, yeah. and then when you think it's it's all over and yeah. finally they've gotten all that out, they'll be like, well, just put some fruit on the table in yeah. case you get hungry again. <laughs> okay. it, it, it's just <laughs> fruit, like just from some fresh fruit. Like I just had 17 courses and a bottle of vodka by myself. <laughs> You I can't even have, look at a grape. <laughs> right. You want tangerines sitting in front of me now? <laughs> yeah, nah. that's the culture. You tapped into that's the uh, that's so that's some Russian culture, man. That that part of the culture is amazing. It's, it's beautiful. Yeah. Now did you tour over there with Charlie? I haven't toured over there with Charlie. How cool would that be? It would be insane. Yeah. I would be the official translator for sure. Oh, you would be the official Homeland star. Yeah. It would be like, that's our boy, Dimitri. <laughs> <laughs> that and, and just also like just getting the guys the best of the best because oh, I, yeah. I, could, I would know how to get around. Yeah. yeah, just get around the, the, uh, the whole place. But um, we haven't gone there yet. I do have a really amazing producer um, friend in Moscow who produces... Uh, for everybody over there, for the big Russian pop stars, oh, yeah, and he yeah. has a bunch of, you know, Grammy equivalents. Um, sure. And he's like, bring over Charlie. Mm. You know, Charlie should come out here. It'd be so awesome mm -hmm. to have him. So he's already he's got the venues already picked out in his mind. Nice. Yeah, like he's totally I love all that. about it. So maybe it'll happen sometime. There you go. But um, I have toured over there with um, other other artists. artists. Yeah, oh, yeah, beautiful. So like, I've gone to Moscow and St. Mm. Petersburg. As far as even Kazakhstan. Almaty, wow. which is the capital of Kazakhstan, which wow. was under Soviet Union, but not Russia proper. Wow. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah. I've is that like there. Riga, Latvia? Because I've been there as well. Is That, that was also part, part of the of Soviet the Union, Union, but but now but it's it a separate. Off. Yeah. Right. Okay. Lithuania, Lithuania Latvia, Latvia, Estonia, yeah. they all split off. So right. a lot of, it's 16 independent countries. It's like... Huh. It's like, like Canada having 15 provinces yeah. or something like that and, and then splitting them all up. I love it because just like when you go to Europe, um, everything is, you know, these towns were built centuries ago and it's still intact. So you're in the town center and it's a big giant open square or circular. And you know, things are preserved. And, and it's preserved and everything is cobblestone. cobblestone. And it's just, the architecture is so rich and ornate. And an old and, center city clock oh, that goes yes, off at noontime. Oh. Like in Prague, in, in, in Czech Republic, amazing, it's like in the yes. old in the old town center. Yes, it's just like a, precisely like a little skull that pops out That's and right. tells you it's noontime. Yeah, for centuries. And all the little goblets and stuff on the corners oh, of the yeah, buildings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> it's so it's neat. Crazy. Gargoyles. And gargoyles. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, 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 I love that. Wow. All right. So 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 here's what I want to get to as a career musician because one of the things that kind of irks me. Um, and the, I feel the older I get, the more irkings I have. <laughs> <laughs> we love it. Embrace it, man. One of the it's irkings part of, part I have. I've, I've, no, but seriously, um, musicians have this tendency. First of all, we have some bad stereotypes, right? A ton of them. So when you go on tour, let's talk about proper code of ethics and conduct for a career musician. Because, sure, you could go on tour and ham and cheese it up and go all out. And get fired or never yeah. be invited back. Yeah. Or you could say, you know what? Let me think about this. this. This is still a business and I am a business person and I want to conduct myself accordingly. So talk, talk about that, man, as far as your personal experiences. Yeah, there's there's a lot there. I'm trying to yeah. I'm trying to see what end to start at. Because because let's face it, it's not sex, drugs and rock and roll as, really as, as the old stereotype goes. Because well, we're not the Rolling Stones. 
and and we're proud of what we do. It's mm -hmm. not mm -hmm. it's not a subpar thing. Mm -hmm. It's just almost a different business. Right. The 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 big distinction I think to make is that you're not the artist. Amen. You could say that ten million times right? over. Start there. You are not the you artist. You are not the artist. Because people like people will meet you and they'll be like, You're a rock star. I'm like, No, I no, work I'm for not, one. I'm... Big difference. You know what I mean? Uh you're hey, a pop man. star. No, I'm not. I work no, for one. Work for one. The Rolling Stones are a band. And even within that band, they have their higher guns. Right. They We're have... not gonna name names. That's right. But right. we love them all. Right. Some of them are homies. But, but 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 Keith and Mick and and the guys in the who are the core members. Ronnie Wood Ronnie, is a member, and he joined later. But like right. and Keith the, and, uh, and and Charlie Watts. And Charlie, for thank sure. You. Those guys are the rock yeah. stars, quote yep. unquote. Yeah, exactly. And they've been in the band, and so or you look like uh, look at a band like Maroon Five. They're a mm -hmm. band. That's right. Highly successful Adam band. Yeah, yep. uh, yep. all the other guys. Um, yeah. But then somebody like P.J. Morton is a unique addition to the band. Now, I'm, I'm not going to speak on the status because sure. that's none of my business no, of and course. I'm not privy to the information. But the difference there is that, or Coldplay, perfect example. Mm. Four guys thrashing the stage, all mm -hmm. artists. Mm -hmm. No sidemen mm. there. Uh, Chili Peppers, same way. Chili Peppers, or similar, a band, yeah, yeah, yeah. artist. You're looking right. at all artists. So people think that's what we are. Right. Um, now I have my my band. I have my, our right. little artistry, you know, which I want to talk about. Yeah we, yeah, we can get to that. But but when you're out there um, being on tour, working with people, you have to understand that you're the support team. Mm -hmm. So you're supporting the artist. You're not them. So that means that you're on a job. That's oh. you. You're not going to get the same treatment as the artist, and don't expect it. You, you, you're going to get treated well. You might you experience that it. hospitality yeah. that you've yeah, been talking about. You might, they might, but you might get a little peek into that life. Right. But that's the bonus. That's a cherry on top because that's we're right. there to do the work. That's right. We're there to make the artist look good, mm -hmm. sound good. We make them uh, there to make them comfortable mm -hmm. and uh, feel at ease and have the best performances of their life every night. So they don't have to have anxiety about the gig every night. Yep. No stress. It should be, it should be as easy as possible. That's right. So, so when you realize that, then you go, Oh, I have a clear job with these certain things that I have to bring to the table. Mm -hmm. And, and those things besides just playing and executing well, of course, every night you have to be kind of, it's sort of like, um, the circles I've been working with, it's almost like you're tracking nightly. In fact, we do mm, record every show. That's right. At the board, and it's a good mix, too. we okay. got an amazing okay. front of house engineer. And so that's a new thing. It's a new thing. Business it, model it hasn't been, always been like yeah, that. Yeah, for the past maybe 10 years or yeah, so, especially the past thing. few years, it's becoming more and more. But this is where we are now. Right. First of That's all, right. we're in the age where everyone's got their phone out anyways. Every, everything's being so recorded. So everything's recorded, IG and mm. everything else. But be, be, besides that, every line coming off of the stage that's coming through monitor world is being pumped in front of house that's and right. is being tracked at a lot of these shows for right. reference for a mm -hmm. sub to just having the recordings for the band to improve mm -hmm. for the artist for a commercial they may have to use the, right. the audio you know what i mean so you're being tracked every night and i'm down to literally i if i don't if i make a single mistake Mm -hmm. I tell myself, uh, I didn't really have a clean show. That's mm -hmm. how I view it because mm -hmm. I want to be out there 100% nailing these parts, executing all the time, all the time consistently. It's no difference than being on the court or on the field every night Yeah, for star uh, athletes. 
Absolutely, same way. And it's like you said, it's closer to the worlds of recording and playing mm -hmm. live are merging a little bit mm -hmm. there because you don't, there's no do-overs. It's mm -hmm. all first takes. <laughs> Let's say that. It's all first takes. You only get one swing at, at each moment in a night That's before right. you move on to the next city. And you just have to execute. That's and, right. um, and it lives forever because it's recorded. So you can hear your mistake after if you'd like. Now let's talk um, about conduct off stage. Right. So that's just the performance side. Off stage, I mean, it, it's just there's a, a professionalism that's expected no matter mm -hmm. how much fun you're having. That's right. It's, it's great to have fun. In fact, people love being around fun people, mm -hmm. folks that can party, that's drink, right. hang, yeah, crack jokes, fun. and just yeah. like have a, a fun vibe to be around, just mm -hmm. lighthearted. You know, we're out there together for hours, days, days weeks, weeks, months. months yeah. sometimes you want to be around people that that are at least chill. That's right. At least give me at, at least, least even as, keel. Right. The quiet, cool guy that doesn't say much, that's That's fine. That's I'm already good with that. that's already good. That's right. Anything you put on top of that is bonus mm -hmm. and that only makes it more fun. That's right. With none of the downsides, please. That's right. You know that's what right. I mean? Have you ever been late for a lobby call? <sighs> Man, I You don't strike the, me as the type of person that would be late. Yeah, that's a I freak out if that was exactly happening. exactly have you ever missed a flight no yeah exactly. no way. right i would no, freak the no, fuck out yeah, literally yeah, yeah. no no it's i would lose my shit yes yeah, so that's the if it was my doing totally you know, yeah if totally. it's, it's other if, circumstances that band, you can't control as a whole band yeah. we've been delayed yeah, we've sure been that's totally different but that's totally like, different you're waiting with the squad you were sitting yeah, there with the, the artist squad, going yeah. like all right all i right, guess we won't get there till tomorrow yeah we're gonna hit another starbucks and yeah hit the bar and chill yeah and wait but as far as yeah just think of it like i don't want to say it like this but it's like it's the same criteria as working at the office that's right people are going to judge you on no please how, say it again bro <laughs> it's like criteria of a professional office hierarchy or anything. that's yeah, right it's just like your that's boss hired you to be on time professional dress right be polite be cool don't start shit. Right. <laughs> Handle altercations properly. Ooh. Like, like if someone acts crazy, because there's crazy Good people one. out there and of they're course. pushing your buttons. How you respond is still on you. Mm. How you react if someone is violating. How mm. you return the fire. You can be. You can be judged on that. Whether it's you a can, front desk clerk or a gate agent at the airport, or a, a, an enraged fan, Anything. or somebody on the team in the production crew, or whomever. Someone could attack you physically. There you go. How you retaliate, how you defend Handle yourself, that. while you're on the clock, especially. People are watching. People are watching. Even when you're on the off the clock. That's say, right. Say we're That's in Shanghai, and we're going out at night. That's what and, I'm saying. And some there weird stuff happens, and and mm. now of course we're gonna stand up for each other. Of course, you, you're gonna you gotta defend your home, uh, because, your crew, absolutely. Because that's all that's all we got, that's especially all. in these foreign countries. That's right. But if they say, man, Dimitri didn't just stand up for the guys; he went all out and kind mm. of like overboard and too far, and just uh, like he went right. be above and beyond what right. that he shouldn't have. Then it's like. Wait, what kind of a dude is he? Is he like a a, a Mr. Highhead? Like, is he? You know what I mean? Is <laughs> he gonna? Right. Is he gonna like? Because that's you become um your responsibility. You know. That's right. Of, it's a, you that's don't right. want to be a liability. How's that? Best for ability word. Best way to put you, it. Yeah, you don't want to be a liability to the camp, mm -hmm. and and just 
take that for what whatever it means to you you know right. i love from it. you know just having your funds together, your business together, yeah. to paperwork. You don't want to be, Please, here's one. let's talk here's about one. it. Yes, thank Everyone's you. Everyone's got to have their paperwork in, whether you're doing a TV show uh, or a record or a production or just an NDA for a live taping. Say that, you know, you got to sign Clank off. Clank it. Cheers, Cheers to here's, that. Here's to that. Get your paperwork in order, folks. Because, you know, the people on the other end might not be submitting individually, Right. They say we're waiting for the whole, the whole squad collective. That's right. Before we can uh, submit these papers, and That's right. only then does the process start rolling. And then maybe it takes weeks to get paid. That's or right. To get credited, whatever you're trying to do. Granted, if you say, you know what, I'm not at a copy machine. I don't have this. I have this. Or, okay, go figure it out. Go handle it. Right. Or just at least let the people know no. that you you have an exemption in this case. Yeah. You there's something. Oh. I, I'm a citizen of this other country, so therefore I'm here as a legal... There you go. You know, like there cats are working here from the UK. That's right. And, and there's no problem You got to have that. your work visas and yeah, yeah, green yeah. cards and, and everything. Right. I-9s are different I-9s to fill out different. passports. That's right. Citizenships, are, you know, like you got to prove citizenship in a different way, permits to work. Mm-hmm. So it's cool to, quote unquote, fall behind or go a different route, but you have to communicate. Because if you don't, you don't, cats are like, I handed my paperwork in weeks ago. We still haven't got paid. What's happening? And it's because the the saxophone player still hasn't That's submitted sad. his. Okay, you so hold on. I mean? so, so so this is so paramount to me. First of all, communication is key. Secondly, you can't have communication without follow-up. So so follow-up has to go behind communication. It's part of the communication chain. Yeah. Send your shit in, and then a week later say, hey, I'm just checking in, you know, making sure you received my information. Thank you so much. Have a great day. And be super polite about it because the people on the other end are trying to get you paid. Right. So They're don't not give really me no... against you. Exactly. They're, you're kind of all in the same They're team. your advocates. And I think, can I make this a, a, a segue right here? Make this it. is a transition. When you start to see the whole camp, not just the band, yeah, not just the rhythm section or just the people on stage, but the whole camp as on one team, right? you entirely there. change your approach. Because mm-hmm. I'll give you this as an example. I will go after our show and I, you know... Uh, cats would back me up on this because this is this is a fact. Um, after we have a great show, I will go to the front of house engineer. Mm-hmm. You know, we see each other in the green room or yeah. the bus later. Sure. We're all getting dinner, or whatever. And I'm like, "How was your show?" That's right. I'm not. See, I'm not talking about. Not about asking I'm about not, me. This is not an ego struggle. Thing, look, right. Yeah, did I sound good in the house? That's not what I'm asking. How did you, you have a good show? You and that board. And that PA you feel comfy. And, yes. and all those frequencies in yes. that wobbly, bouncy room. How was your show? And if anything, how can we make it better? better. How did we sound? Do you need me to turn team? down? Yeah. Do you need there, me to tweak my EQ? You got too much low end coming right. at you because you're getting mud. Right. Is the is is the signal too hot? Are we right. clipping? Should does does my reverb pedal here mess you up over there That's later right. on down the chain? That's right. Should I leave that gain stage to you? Would you mm-hmm. rather be the one to put the compression on it, or should I send it to you from? You know what I mean. And so, yeah, I'm, the our the this cat um, Mike Schaefer, who's an amazing front of house engineer, works with us and with her mm-hmm. and a bunch of other artists. Sure. Um, I'm I'm always like Mike. How was your show? Yeah. And. I think of him as the other member of the band. That's right. Well, he is the fifth, the sixth member of the band because he gets the final say about what the people are going to hear. That's right. He can make me sound like mute. (laughs) 
He can make the good, he, he can make the the, the right. vocal sound like feedback. Well, he does own the controls. You know what I mean? Aspect, he gets the yeah. final say of yeah. what the people get to experience. That's true. What they paid money for it, it, through their ticket is is what he's giving them That's as right. that final stage out of the PA into their ear. So. And then everybody else too. Same I was thing. saying, let's talk about the monitor engineer yeah, and the techs. Pl- pl- playback and, guy, come like, on, playback. Hey man, yeah. like, is the playback rig good? Like, how is it? Yeah. How how is the vibe with the cat? Mm. When we have to restart, is it? it are the are the vibes cool? With like, hey, can we take it back to that chorus again? Or right. or do we need do we need to? How do we streamline this so it's easier for you? So every time we say go you're not having to spaz Bam. you know what i mean is a and b rig ready are you right. uh, or are you just you know do you need a little yeah. more time to set up like yeah, what, yeah, what, yeah. Is, what it, is it bro it? like yeah, yeah. you know monitor guy is your Mo- biggest oh. friend because that cat as opposed to giving it to the audience is 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 in your ears <clears throat> and so your mix solely depends on him he is the difference between me hearing Charlie and not hearing Charlie in my ears. Hearing Absolutely. the talk back from the MD or not hearing. That's right. Hearing myself. Getting enough hi-hat kick and snare yeah, so you all, can pulse it all out. All the balance. Yeah. So, so you want to buy that guy a drink. My, oh, one, of my, one of my biggest pieces of advice um, is, is just go buy the front of house That's engineer and the and monitor, monitor guy a drink. A drink. Buy, and if they don't what? drink, get them a get sandwich. Them something. Buy the whole crew something. I used to do that Coffee. all the time. I would take the crew out to dinner oftentimes. Just be like, you know what, guys? Anything. This one's on me. It's just the gesture. It's a you gesture. Don't have to, it's That's not, right. I'm not saying spend a bunch of money. Like, Don't even have to go crazy but, if you don't have it. Yeah. But, but the gesture of it, or just something as simple as this, watch. Hey, uh, no matter. I'm just going to the corner store real quick. Anything I can get, get you, you while I'm out? Man. Because cats can see, wow, he cares. Yeah, he ca- you know. He just included me yeah. on whatever little thing he's got going on. You know, man, it's I forgot not to get a water for my room. Would you mind grabbing a bottle? I'll yeah. pay you back. And what's yeah. going to happen? You're going to go. Oh, don't worry. You don't have to pay. It's on me. I got it. But yeah, just see? make make friends like with that. Make friends with everybody, everybody, man. And then and then there's the crew. Hang with the, the carpenters hang? that are building yes. the stage every night. Oh my god! The tour manager. If your vibe is great with the tour, tour manager, manager, your life doors are open. Open, baby. Yeah, you're staying in better hotels. The, you are eating better food. You're your vouchers, get a good your room. You get the coupons. You get yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like they are organizing your day to day moves. And Do be not cool under- with them. Communicate. That's it. When they hit you up via text or email, hit them back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The right away. Them, Don't make yeah. them wait. That's it. Yeah. It's like, or emails, hey, are you available for such and such dates? Oh, like, come on. You know, the, these people are, are mapping out flights, huge uh, hotels, logistics. They're, they're, yeah, yes. they're, they're, they're creating the order in your life That's right. to, for you to be, be able to get from point A to point B. So That's right. oh, it's, it's really a good idea. And then everybody else, from VIP merch mm-hmm. to hospitality, you know, like anybody. Um, of course, management. management yeah. Of course, Have the day to day that works. Yeah. You know, assistance. I mean, mm-hmm. I was hanging with the with the cooks and the chefs. Yes, that's it. Catering, catering that's, is the homie. And then you were eating so good, but you, you, you oh, I, Yo, we D, make these extra cookies. I made this little extra. Yeah, these some gourmet <laughs> cookies. Uh, there's a few extras. You want some? You know what I mean? What? Yeah. It, it, it's just like so. Th- the big picture is this. Sum it up. You're a team. You're mm-hmm. out there. And you're like a little army, mm-hmm. and you're navigating through countries and continents. If you don't have camaraderie and morale mm. and respect for each other, 
it's going to be harder for everyone. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be harder, and it's going to be harder to call you back. That's, oh, you, <laughs> you know? Come on, repeat business is how we live, my That's friend. That's it. That's it. And, and, and the word, the word that goes out on the street. Oh, D That's is it. good. I can, you could trust D. It's just your reputation. Your reputation. You know, cats know what you're about and what you're bringing to the table, musically and otherwise. All right, so I totally agree. So look, you segued perfect because my next thing was business acumen. I mean, you just covered all of it. You know, let me ask you this one last thing though about the business side of things: mm-hmm. negotiating Ooh. and when to say no, thank you. How do you Man. feel about that? Cheers to you for asking this question. Mm-hmm. This question is so heavy and loaded and mm-hmm. important, mm-hmm. and. Um, Man, have some friends. Having friends with this is, is... Confidants. Yeah, is a big thing. Because there is no across-the-board answer. There isn't. I'll start here. I've worked with MDs that say, of course you should always ask about business right up front. Mm-hmm. Hey, D, we're in, we're in the business. This money is involved. Mm-hmm. You should never be ashamed to ask, hey, what's the gig pay? That's hey, what's what's our rate? Hey, what are we making per week? Um, politely, mm-hmm. don't say run me my money. <laughs> <laughs> don't say where's my cash now. <laughs> but but in a you know get your little business right. um, verbiage together and learn how to say what is the rate. Mm-hmm. That's that's one right. very professional way because you don't you, you know you're not trying to slam people with the word money. Mm-hmm. Uh, right in the forehead, but you say, "What rate are we working rate, for?" Pay scale, yeah, compensation. Compensation is yeah, a great one. Yeah. So, using "quote unquote" little office terms mm-hmm. that helps to soften the blow. That's right. But um, but the the bigger picture is uh, what I started saying. I've had an MD that says, "Of course, there's never a problem with you bringing up." Of course, you know, one on one, what are we? Uh, what is the compensation? I've also heard stories of an MD, watch this, that was offended by you even bringing up that question <laughs> because the echelon is so high. <laughs> now, you wouldn't know that you're <laughs> working at an echelon. You'll know level. when you're at you'll that level. You'll know it. You'll know it. And you'll know to keep your mouth shut. Because, because there, yeah. there isn't a level above it. We're talking about, <laughs> we, we're talking about, it's not that you've arrived, but you are working with the greatest in the world. Period. Not, not your opinion of the greatest. Factually, the greatest. Period. They're the guys. The on definition. The most of records. Both. The most TV shows. That's right. The most Grammys. That's right. The most seasoned number of decades under their belt. Now um, we've narrowed it down. You kind of know who mm, we're talking about. So, amen. It's only a few of those of those MDs and of mm-hmm. those squads out there. Mm-hmm. And so, in those situations, it's almost like, wait, you think I'd pay anything less than Listen, the premium? Oh, then, oh, maybe you're the yeah. wrong guy. Maybe the wrong you call. You could mess yourself up. Yes. You could mess yourself up Amen. simply by asking yeah, the wrong the wrong question. I'm gonna tell you this without question. without giving away too much because know. there's uh, uh, parts of this I just you know unnamed. I'll I'll, I'll no, leave it course, that way. But of no, no um, I I got a call recently. Yeah. Not saying from who, mm-hmm. but the person that recommended me. I immediately called them. I said, "Let me call you right back." Sure. Or it was an email, so I didn't even yeah. have to put oh, yeah. anybody just, on pause. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I called the the person that recommended me, and I was like, um, when is a good time to bring out funds? Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. He was like, don't. Don't. They'll take care of you. It, you're good. 
I promise you the rate is right. So know not to bring it up because you could mess up the vibe just on that. Love it. Don't Love it. Ad address everything else. The music, the, the dress code, whatever mm -hmm. else you want to mm -hmm. do. Don't worry because the, the, yeah. these people are the right people. That's right. So, so know you're taken care of and don't mess up the great relationship off the bat by bringing up that. Because some people, like I said, can be offended just mm -hmm. by the suggestion that you, you might be making that, that they would pay anything less than the best musicians a premium. That's right. Right. So, so the, you know, so the spec, you have to feel it out. There is no one answer. Mm -hmm. But here's my, um, here's my approach to it. It's hard to see your own situation through your own eyes, mm -hmm. meaning I'm better I have a bunch of friends who I, I don't want to use the word advise. That's such a corny and well, official. It's, it's but I confidant. Will, yeah, yeah. But I will sit and consult. talk with my friends. Yeah. Um, younger friends, like musicians, you know, that, that are coming up in the game. Um, and they want to know what to try. I've been yeah. on the phone for hours That's with right. homies just trying to. It's an try. unofficial consulting that goes on. And it's easy for me That's right. because it's not my situation that's, right. that's the catch you can zoom out i'm I fully zoom zoomed out, out already. i can see their yes. situation i'm like well oh well that's gonna you don't deserve mm -hmm. this mm -hmm. this low of a pay so you got to be at least in this ballpark bro like but it doesn't merit this yeah, yeah you, don't about, to, you don't need yeah. to overreach because right. you're gonna shop yourself out of a gig that's but right. you know but when you're in it for yourself mm -hmm. It's it, harder. It's, it's hard harder. because your personal pers pers perspective and emotions are involved. Mm -hmm. And so there's a lot more like, am I about to ask for too much or mm -hmm. not enough? Mm -hmm. So the, the, your biggest um, ally is an outside perspective. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, so good. So, so good. when you have that, I love it. then you can, you can listen to what I have a couple friends that I confide right. with heavy. That's like, right. Hey, I just got this call and this doesn't seem right. Yeah. When do you think would be a good time? Should I even right. bring it up? Or like, right. oh, yeah, I absolutely have to bring this up. I'm thinking of asking no less than this because right. I know my worth. You know, right. So knowing your worth is, is a part of it, but, but don't be the person that names your worth mm -hmm. and the camp planned on paying you double. Mm -hmm. ah, I was just going to say, I was just going to say, drag. That, well, let's talk about, you know, the old proverb about Bob Dylan, right? So what do you want him? So he asked all the guys in the band, he just hired a new band, whatever, what do you want to make? And the, mm -hmm. the drummer says, I want to make 20000 a week. And he says, okay, great, you got it. Mm -hmm. And the bass player says, I want to make 15000 a week. Okay, great, you got it. And the guitar player says, okay, I want to make five grand a week. And he says, okay, you got it. What? <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> and 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 then and then to finish the proverb, Bob probably said, "I thought they were going to ask 50, gonna ask 50 yeah. grand each, so I made out like a bandit." Great, what a great story! They just kept giving me discounts. Yeah, musicians are so, like that. So, man. so so that being said, now whether that's true or not, I don't know. But here, here's the point: the illustration is don't undercut yourself. Okay. Don't overshoot yourself yeah. so that you get uh, you shoot yourself out of the gig. Be 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 you reasonable. know reasonable and seek advice from those who have come but before only you. Only the people you trust. That's only right. the people that have your best interest in mind. That's right. But let them get. It's like getting a second opinion from a doctor. Here's the last thing I want to say, and I totally agree with that. If your buddy said, "Oh yeah, I'm going to do it for this rate," don't go undercut. 
Oh, oh so and so said they'll do it for. I'll do it for less. Oh God, damn it! I didn't. That's if not you, even. If yeah. you, yeah, that's it. I I know it should go. It doesn't even. We don't have to say it, but you know what? We have to say it yeah. because for some reason I'm seeing this surface in the industry where people are undercutting others, and you know what? That's some bullshit. Okay, yeah. there's no ethics in that. There's a that lot of bad a, karma attached to that. There's a rotten moral code. So please don't do that. Yeah. Right? Great Period. Point. Great point. Yeah. Great point. Now, have you had to say no thank you? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Love it. Absolutely. Yeah, you got to... You got to... After you do it for a couple of years, you know that you can't go backwards. Mm-hmm. So by backwards, I mean, you know, um, in the sense of what your minimum what you know wait i can stay stay home and make that kind of bread (laughs) or more like that's a determining factor in a lot of situations right um so yeah i've had to say no thank you a bunch of times and 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 that's fine i I think you have to learn how to say no and to Mm -hmm. live with that decision oh yeah yeah, i said that and i meant it and i stand behind it Mm. and and knowing that you made the right decision you know, that's right. That's definitely a thing. But right. um, with I, I recently actually got called for a tour and had to do some negotiating and back and mm-hmm. forth. And there's like, you know, there's always a lot of um, there's a lot of details involved. But I I learned a lot even from that negotiating mm. um, process where I made a few points in my mind um, just as advice for myself. But if you don't mind me sharing, please um, speak slowly. Because the thing is, the person on the other end of the line or in the room, end of the table, is an expert negotiator. <laughs> so, well said, my friend. Do you know what I mean? Yes. This is not their first rodeo. Oh, you're just doing... one of the base guitarists they've faced they today. Have seen... <laughs> <laughs> they've seen. They're probably well compensated yes. and professional, been doing this possibly for decades. That's right. And so they know by body language, demeanor, mm-hmm. presence, vibe, age, experience, and all that what you're probably going to go for and what you're not. Mm-hmm. And so they will ask certain questions that are probing or little test-type cues mm-hmm. to see how you respond. Love or it. they will throw out a number that's wildly low or wildly mm-hmm. high just to see. Because uh, they can Your always reaction. change their word. Oh, absolutely. That's the thing is, the, the you know, they have a certain advantage where they can say, oh, yeah, 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 I, I misspoke. That's not in the budget. I'm so sorry. We can't get approved. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, that yeah. I was I was wrong. They'll mm-hmm. take the blame. That's right. That's what management. You know, it's part of the That's job. That's their job. They'll take the hit and say I misspoke. It's actually half that rate. They insulate and then watch That's your right. they and then and then watch your reaction. Will you spaz out? Will you freak mm-hmm. out? Will you get angry? Um, will you be able to walk away? Mm-hmm. Oh, this kid just went for it. We just yeah. cut his rate in half That's and right. stayed. Cool. Or how about if you say, you know what? I'm so sorry. I'm going to need a minute to think about that. I'll yeah. get back to you. Yeah, it's always, you know? it's always or, cool. Or, you know what? I'm so sorry. I really appreciate the call. Unfortunately, I can't do it for mm-hmm. that rate. Would love to next and time. And if you say that, you so I always say you're not really negotiating until you're willing to walk away. There's a great point. When you walk away unapologetically and just say, yeah. I'm so no, sorry, I can't you. do it. Thank you. Yep. Bam. Yeah, and yeah, then you, live with it, and be fine with it, mm-hmm. and know that the universe, and know that all of so, your preparation and the faith that you've been operating on is going to continue to yeah, work. Totally. All of a sudden, the world is not going to say, "Oh, oh my gosh, you st- now you're erased. Now you're living <laughs> under a bridge." Yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> it doesn't like happen that. like that. Yep. 
Yeah, it's. Um, I was told that early on too. That we were talking about negotiating in a certain camp, and the drummer was like, "Hey, bro, you do know that that means you may have to walk away mm-hmm. because you you." If you're going to be the guy that draws the line in the sand, but mm-hmm. then erases it or steps over it or steps back. <laughs> then you're wishy-washy. They yeah, that's, that's not a powerful, that's not mm-hmm. a boss move. That's not, you're not really standing your ground. So you got to know I got something else or I can make something else happen. I believe in myself enough to get something else so that this has to be a, yeah, if it's not working for me, I will walk away That's right. type situation. The other advice, besides speaking slowly so that you give yourself time to think about the response, um, I would say if they put you in a, they kind of will put you in a corner sometimes by saying, well, what's your rate? Which is some ambiguous. I was going to bring shit. it up. I was going to bring so, it up. I'm glad you did. So, uh, so a, a great way to deflect that energy mm-hmm. back on them and take yourself out of the spotlight for mm-hmm. me is like, well, what are you offering? What are you willing to play? Pay, yeah. Um, or what was the what last guy? Or, or right. sometimes that can be a smart move, but sometimes not. You know, like it's good to find out what overall the gig pays. Well, you say, because, what's your budget looking like? For or, or this? But, yeah. but basically deflect it right. on them and say, well, what is your offer? What right. is what's possible? What's right. the, What's the best you can What's do? What's the best you can do? Woo! Give me some. <laughs> because that's yeah. a professional way that's of saying, way that's right. give me your top dollar. Mm-hmm. Which we don't say, give me your top dollar. That's, that's right. a little aggressive. We are in LA. Nah. But <laughs> but at so the same funny. time, but, but what is, what's the best that the camp can do? What's uh, the best rate that we can? Or, you know, um, I, say, I say, you know, that we'll work something out. We can mm-hmm. work something out. Right. If they, for example, you're asking me, well, what's your rate? Um, I can say, well, I'm flexible. We'll work something out. Mm-hmm. Um, what? Uh, where can we start from? There you go. What's the What's the best start? What's the baseline? Point? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then I'll say, well, for me, in order for me to make this make work make with, with all this, right. yeah, I would have to let's Let's meet in the middle. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And try to, you know, it's it's like bargaining in a way. I feel but, confident but, we can come to an agreement. Yeah. 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 But in a professional way, you mm-hmm. never really want to take it to the streets. That's right. No. <laughs> in an email. <laughs> in an email or a phone call, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I've been guilty of all the wrong things. Oh, no, no. I've made you know? every mistake so already. <laughs> I, I think that's part of the reason why we're here. And that is the really the reason why I started this podcast, because I wanted to inform, like you said, the next generation is coming up. How to do it, man. And they can learn from us. Learn from the guys and, and girls who come before you. That made better, the mistakes. You know? yep, yeah, that have had the already pitfalls. Dimitri, this has been fantastic. Before we wrap, I want to know about the improvisation trio. Yes, Tell us sir. about your project and what you're doing okay. as an artist and how that came about. Got you. Okay, so just a little about us. We uh, got together on a as sidemen on a gig, backing up an artist, um, and then discovered this amazing chemistry within this band. Mm-hmm. That's the simplest way Love to it. put it. We just, after playing a set, we looked at each other and went, wait a minute, this wow. is not regular. Yeah. We're not just right. getting through a set of someone else's music. Right. There's magic here. We connect And we'd on... be fools to walk away from it and ignore it. That's this right. is a sign that we should be working together. We should start a band. And go. so... And the artist felt it too. So that set two of that in the very first night was already like a crazy wave. It was wow. amazing. And then we were just like, well, I mean, let's just start a shed. Let's anything. We could play in the house, but maybe we could do it in public. Same yeah. thing. We just do the same thing, but just in front of people. Um, 
let's get maybe a weekly or a, a, a monthly little residency. And Donald Barrett is the name of the drummer. Right. Donald is kind of the OG of the band. He's the the, the pops. <laughs> so he's he's been in, here in L.A. on so many sessions, so right. many tours. Um, we work together all the time on all kinds of projects. Um, the Dion Warwick project being one of them. Nice. Um, and he was like, I think I know somebody at Hotel Cafe. Let me call them up and see if... Because that's a cool spot. And they got a, a cool, cool great-sounding little room. Yeah. And so um, me, him, and Xavier Taplin, Dominique Taplin, whichever way you might know um, him, X, uh, we all got together and, and, and ended up landing this residency three years ago. It's already been three years. Nice. We do it usually on a Thursday, usually around 10 p.m., but only when all three of us are in We're town. In town. Because uh, Xavier tours with Toto, Donald nice. tours with Lady Gaga, okay, and so everyone is busy. Busy, but when right. we are all in town, um, we do that thing. We have one coming up March fifth. March fifth. So just around the corner. Oh, that's literally uh, in a handful of days. Yep, yeah. exactly. And uh, one album is out. It's under Improv Trio. Improv Trio. Uh, the music is totally improvised on the spot. Nothing is premeditated. Nothing is predetermined. We literally just say, hey, man, how was your day? And then play the first note Bad. and play for an hour straight. I love it. Um, and, yeah, it's just all listening and reacting and just Beautiful. respecting each other's musical ideas and trying to make each other sound good and complimenting each other. It's what we um, do as musicians anyway. Yes, what you should be doing the whole I time, I think, right? Yeah. But, um, yeah, so uh, there's a show coming up. Improv Trio Volume 1 Live at Hotel Cafe has been out for nice. a good minute, maybe Streaming. a year. Yeah. Yeah, it's on all platforms. All platforms, yeah. All 27 of them, or however <laughs> many there are. But definitely your Spotify, iTunes, right, yeah, yeah, all that, yeah. Apple Music. But we are in the process of mixing our second record. Yeah. And it's actually going to be a double album because we got so much material. Nice. So that'll be coming out this year. Um and that's more of the same improvised vibe. The third album we're already uh, planning, that'll be live in studio. Wow. So we'll have a little audience with some, maybe some headphones yeah. on. But we'll still improvise in front of them as if we were at the club. Love and it. just have a controlled, great sounding environment. environment. Um, so the Instagram for the, the, the band is at Improv Trio. Mm -hmm. uh, so go on there, follow us, support, click, like, download, yes. all that good stuff. Check out the music. Let us know. Slide in the DM and let us yeah. know what you think of the music. Yeah, if you yeah. think it's whack, let us know. Nah, <laughs> Tell us. There's nothing whack about it, man. Uh, it's beautiful. But we, we have fun. We get a good response. Yeah. And um, just try to take the people on a journey. It's, uh, it's just it. Oh, it should always just you know take you to a different place than wherever we are at the moment. Um, as far as the sh selfless... Uh, Self-promotion? What, what is it? Shameless. Shameless self-promotion. I tripped up. Yeah. Shameless self-promotion. My IG is at Tall Basis. That's right. Um, so you can check that out. Um, follow both uh, my Instagram, the band's Instagram. And I kind of always post when we're playing. Mm -hmm. A little in advance and then day of, last minute. Like, yo, right. today, if you yeah, have no right. plans, right. come down to Hotel Cafe. I have yet to make it to one, but I can't wait. I am going yeah, to make it. Yeah, it's super fun. Yeah. Super fun. Um and uh, I'll always post that, and then I keep it pretty professional. I stay out of my feelings on my IG and just yeah. on, on my business right. and post whatever tour I'm on, whatever right. artist I'm That's working right. with, TV show, um, right. 
records that I'm making. It's uh, so you so you can that. you can kind of just see basically mm-hmm. where I'm at and um and who I'm working with. And right now I'm here home off the road chilling. Charlie's working on his next record, so I am uh open and available to whatever 2020 has to bring. I love it. It's only going to bring greatness. Yes, sir. You know that. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yes, man, sir. you have shared so many great morsels of wisdom. Typically, I rap by saying any words of wisdom, but I feel like you kept dropping I've throughout babbled, the whole I've thing. I've babbled too much so, man, No, I think it's beautiful. So here's how we're going to go out, if you don't mind. Rapid-fire questions. I okay. don't want you to think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, just want respond. you to answer. Uh-huh. Okay? Okay. All right. Now, some of these things I'm not so good at, but I want to know. Favorite sport? Boxing. Like it. Favorite food? Steak. Libation. Favorite libation? Drink. Tito's and soda. Oh, how do you spend your free time? Watching Netflix, documentaries. What are your favorite shows? History. Anything history channels. I stuff. love it. Yeah. I love it. What activities do you enjoy on long flights? Sleeping, number one. Everybody says that. Getting the rest. <laughs> uh, right. Listening to music, for sure. Good. Perfect segue. What's the last song you listened to that you weren't working on? Oh, my God. Uh, Jesus. Or artist or band, whatever. Song, the, artist, band. The last song. Uh, the Barge, I Like It. Whoa, <laughs> love it. I played that with him and Babyface. I, I believe That's you, crazy. Man. Yeah, it's a crazy All right, record. shopping, online or brick and mortar? Oh, man, I just, I take myself there in person. Okay, yeah. love it. And finally, not that you need to do this because you've already had so many great ones, dream collaboration. Oh, my God. Bonnie Raitt, man. Bo- oh, wow. So, love that. It's She's always in the front of my mind. That's man. not a common one, and I love that because she's I love, amazing. I love her to pieces. Amazing. That's, that's, a, that's a, she's a dream. Final one. What would you do if you weren't a career musician? Auto mechanic. Are you serious? Yeah, there's Look no at that. Question. No hesitation. No, no, no. no. If, so I, wait. if I got two lifetimes, I'd be turning wrenches. So can I text you? Yo, uh, D, my car won't start. What do you think? <laughs> you can, I mean, yeah, it's probably the starter. Well, or, did you check the starter, the yeah, alternator, the battery? There's <laughs> only three things. Yep. I would never no. do that to you. But I did work at Toyota for, as a mechanic a, for a minute. Really? Yeah, so like I really? dabbled in it. Yeah. I got fired and went back out on the road. <laughs> what else is new? <laughs> I love it. Dmitry Gorodetsky, tall bassist. Yes. My name is Damone Carter, a.k.a. Dem One. And I'm Nate LeBlanc. And we are two-thirds of the crew that hosts the Dad Bod Rap Pod. Our third co-host is internationally acclaimed hip-hop writer David Ma. As the name of the show suggests, Dad Bod Rap Pod is a podcast where men of a certain age discuss, debate, and dissect rap music. While we are somewhat classicist in our tastes and grew up listening to hip-hop from the 80s until now, we are also interested in the music's present and future. Over the past 115 episodes, we have interviewed rap legends like Prince Paul, Del the Funky Homo Sapien, Roxanne Shante, Cool Keith, DJ Premier, and even the proto-rap group The Last Poets, just to name a few. We also make it a point to talk to writers, commentators, and creatives shaping the genre. We've interviewed journalists and best-selling authors like Nathaniel Friedman, Jeff Weiss, Hanif Abdul-Rakib, and Adam Mansback. And as Nate mentioned, even though we are products of the 80s, 90s, we take time out to talk to some of the most important voices in rap today. Groups and individuals like Little Brother, Open Mike Eagle, Billy Woods, and Rap Ferrer. 
If you don't recognize any of those names, that's okay, because what we love most on this podcast is to introduce old school fans of rap music to new music that we know you will love. New episodes every week on Thursday. We are the Dad Bod Rap Pod. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.